Roma. Are you ready? <laughs> That's the best. I've got a really good wheeze going today. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to call you Mrs. Jefferson. Because you wheezy. Wheezy. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's nice. You like the Jeffersons without George. Wheezy. <laughs> Listen to it. It's I know. Glorious. It's really good. It's a glorious wheeze you have. It's re- it really, it's indicative of your age. <laughs> and, and also how terrible you look it just all works there's a it's lot all of, really fitting together buddy it's powerful today you know what i mean it's really got some power behind it it's not just a superficial wheeze no it's it's really got depth and breadth it's, it's got everything it's the most weingarter thing in the world to have your most powerful thing be your wheeze <laughs> <laughs> that is perfect <laughs> At least I own it. You, <laughs> I own my wheeze. You own it like a Philly person, apparently. <laughs> I do too. I own it. I own it. <laughs> do you rent or own? <laughs> the wheeze I own. <laughs> the wheeze is all yours. That's, <laughs> that is bought and paid for. <laughs> and I'm not going to like sublet or rent it out at all. That's it's right. Mine. No. And I'm yeah. keeping it. You can't share that thing. No, I no. wouldn't want to. <laughs> no. I wouldn't want anyone. I wouldn't wish it on anybody else. Yeah. Let's say it, it's that's that's the direction. <laughs> let's say it's not because. I mean, aren't people just anti your wheeze? Are they? Actually, at this point now, I find it endearing. Right. I do. But I don't think that's true of most people. You don't think so? I think most people are like, leave the cancer patient be. (laughs) You don't think they want to hear the wheeze? You don't think people are tuning in just for the wheeze? (laughs) Well, we have been wondering what our next podcast would be. (laughs) Maybe that's it. Just every episode, just wheezing. (laughs) Just an episode full of different kinds of wheeze in different places. You know, Bill wheezes outside. Bill wheezes at a ball game. Bill wheezes in the car. And wow. We could just record it. It could be minutes and minutes of wheezing. <laughs> I mean, it's akin to what we do here. It's so. not far off. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean if we could easily do a uh, like a mixtape of all the wheezes yeah. I've done, and it would, it, it would go for hours, it would go for hours probably. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For, so hours of of wheezing or minutes? Well, I we, need to know for the an acronym for the acronym. <laughs> Well, whichever works better, really. I guess could... m- it's either Mo, <laughs> minutes of wheezing, <laughs> or How, <laughs> hours of wheezing. <laughs> I'm going to go with hours. Okay. Sounds like it's going to have to be hours. <laughs> Just remind me never to take my asthma medicine again. <laughs> okay. Done. <laughs> I mean, that might that might solve two problems. No, it would it would it would it would inhibit the wheeze. So therefore. I can't take it because I need to be wheezy. Right. And so. you also might die if you don't take it. Oh. Right? Two no. problems. No, I'd just be really uncomfortable. Two birds. For the Your rest death of my is life. a bird. That's <laughs> nice of me, isn't it? I mean, listen to how nice I am to you. <laughs> Two birds, one stone. I called your death a bird. That's beautiful. <laughs> Fly away, little bird. <laughs> <laughs> Well, all right. So if we go with minutes of yep. wheeze, yep. that'd be mow. 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 <laughs> and mow. speaking of minutes. Yeah. This is one right here. We're going to do one. It's the Glengarry the Glenn Ross Glengarry minute. Glenn Ross minute. That's right. This is episode number 79. 79. Indicative of minute number. 79. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. You, you got to really get your <laughs> belief system lined up with the fact that every week okay, hey, we look. do this is going to be hey, I, plus I, one minute. All right. Let me introduce you to a little thing we call a running bit. <laughs> you want to 
You want to call it out. <laughs> I guess that's your business. <laughs> Not my fault. You want to force <laughs> me. You want to push me <laughs> to answer you. <laughs> no, but uh, I, 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 it's true, too. It is a running bit, but it's also true. I, I literally can't believe that next week will be the 80th minute, and we're like 10 away. Yeah. That's scary. There's not much of these left. Buddy. No, that's the scary thing because I was thinking about that too. That right? Like any minute now. It's nerve wracking. Williamson's going to come out of that office and then we're on a really fast downhill run that's to right. the end of the film. That's right. And that's... It's like Williamson is the rabbit that they send out in front of the dogs. Right. Right? Yeah. So he goes, we know the race is about to really get going. Yeah. I mean, that's... And then really, that's all we got. It really is the peak, the emotional peak, and then we're, it's, we're down the slope. Yeah. Down the so, gutter. Yeah, well, we're already yeah, there. I mean, I mean, that's for sure. We started in the gutter. We did. Um, now we're here. Wherever that is. <laughs> 79th Street. Amen. Um, yeah, so it's 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 sad a, a little bit. But we can't be getting maudlin about it no. yet, right? No, I mean, it's too early. I mean, yeah. you and I can. We shouldn't share right. that with the, no. with the uh, listeners. We'll that's, erase that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know how you like to censor and erase things. <laughs> We all know that now. <laughs> Everybody knows. <laughs> so um, this is a great minute, and um, it's really not. Oh, it's not. I mean, it's a, it's it's fine. I like it. It's sure, <laughs> I do too. <laughs> but it's no. I mean, there are a bit. It's not an explosive minute. It's a very it's very subdued. It is subdued, right? but I think there's some really fun stuff. Oh in yeah, there. no, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's time for the numerology segment. It is. And <laughs> look, this is this is unbearable. <laughs> Your face is unbearable. Why? The, the, Why? The excitement for what you're about to announce. Yeah. The, the very trivial, mundane thing you're about to announce. What? Seems to have you more excited than, I don't know, than something good that have happened that could have happened. <laughs> I I get excited about the trivial and the mundane. To you, it's trivial, mundane. To me, it's very exciting. Well, I I mean that's the key to life. Isn't so good that? for you. Yeah. You're being excited about the mundane. I'm being serious now. I think if you you have to find beauty in the trivial, or That's else right. what, uh, you're gonna be sick of this in ten minutes. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. Yeah. So so good for you, buddy. Thanks. And what is that trivial thing we're talking about? It's a jingle it's for a the numerology new segment. Shall we play it, and then you can give your 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 usual feedback? Well, you know, I'd love to hear it. Okay. Science, math, and geology. Other stuff. It's numerology. Numerology. I, I mean, there it is. <laughs> that's that's what a jingle that no one asked for or wanted sounds like. <laughs> but now that it's here, I right. mean, come on. Now we have to use it. <laughs> no, right? is that here, what you're saying? We should be happy that it's. it's, it's yeah, now that it's here, like, might as well throw it on the fucking plate. It's there. Just <laughs> okay. Here, have this too. I'm not going to eat it. You have it. <laughs> that's what. That's essential. I mean, now it's here. So no, we have to use it. Is that what you were saying? No. <laughs> now that it's here, let's enjoy it. Oh, let's, you know, oh. let's really get in. You know, d- d- devour it. It's okay. on the plate. Let's eat it. Here, here's what I have to say. I'm flattered. I'm flattered that you would do this for what is essentially my segment. I mean, it's everything's our segment. Yeah. But again, I'd like to point out that you're now writing jingles for a thing you didn't even want to do. <laughs> I mean, this show is just—it's comprised of <laughs> segments that you didn't want to do. And and now you're writing jingles. What what did I say? Episode one. I said we were going to learn a lot about ourselves during this podcast. Holy shit! You did say that episode one, right? And now here we are. 
I'm coming around. You know what I mean? Things. She, I didn't even want to do this whole podcast in the beginning, but I came around. <laughs> no, you I? sure didn't. Episode five, I was like, hey, I got a hand. It's it always to me pulling you into the greatness, <laughs> dragging you, kicking and screaming towards success. Why is that? Why don't you come with me? Why won't you walk with me? <laughs> it's like those footsteps in the sand. I was with you. I'm not you carrying you <laughs> anymore. Our footsteps would be my footsteps and then a, a big trench where I'd been dragging you. <laughs> it was when I saw the big rut that I knew you had been dragging me all along. <laughs> and writing jingles <laughs> it's on a, the way. It's another bang up jingle. Oh. I do love it. I love oh, the wordplay. It's fun. It needed a jingle. We're, yeah, we're, right? I mean, come on. People were dying for it. They were begging for it. <laughs> People were sitting at home you always gotta go. with a hole in their heart thinking, <laughs> I, I'm missing something. They weren't sure what it was, but they were missing something. They were reaching for it, and now they have They're it. They're waiting to give you their listens. That's right. Right? That's <laughs> what you're saying? That's right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I mean, you throw a jingle out there. People are going to listen to it. Sure. Like, yeah, I got seven seconds. <laughs> what, what do you got? That other thing made me laugh. Maybe this one will, That's too. That's right, yeah. yeah. So there you go. So, yeah, nice work, buddy. Oh, thank you. You're really bringing it lately. I'm trying. You really are. I'm trying. I mean it. I'm trying to get out of that trench. <laughs> <laughs> that sandy but trench. Did you, I'm not saying you're up and walking yet. <laughs> but from your prone position as I drag you, <laughs> you seem to be a little more invested. <laughs> and I'm impressed. Great. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Awesome. All right. All right. <laughs> Let Thank me tell you. you a little something about 79. Do it. Right? So it's the atomic number for the chemical element. Uh, 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 oh, I know. Einst- out there. Einsteinium. Whoa. Is that right? No. Oh. <laughs> Is that right? American. That's not even a thing. Americanium. <laughs> what are no? you talking about? Uh, lithium. Gold. Oh, of course. That's AU for all you periodic table enthusiasts we all know the old joke that's the old au yeah that's how you remember that gold is au au you stole my gold oh okay i don't i never heard that one. Oh, isn't that funny it's a little mnemonic yeah <laughs> so now you'll remember it now forever. you say that uh, you say that funny mnemonic isn't it mnemonic mnemonic is it mnemonic yeah or or i guess you could do a schwa a mnemonic mnemonic device. that's yeah. what i'm saying yeah i say mnemonic like you with do. my knee you, yeah, you also yeah. say mm. <laughs> So, thanks for both of those. <laughs> we'll do another podcast on the pronunciations of stuff in between my wheezing. Okay, so there's a globular cluster. <laughs> Sitting next to you on to, a couch? To my right. <laughs> Damn it, you beat me to my own joke. There's a globular cluster in the constellation Lepus. That, w- that I, has uh, been named Messier 79. Messier 79? Messier 79, yeah. Based on the hockey player Messier? I don't think so. Oh. I think based on whatever word his name is based on is my guess. Oh. So which I don't know. In French, Messier hypothetically you know? means something. Yeah, I imagine it does. Yeah. You know? I don't know what it means. Okay. Are we going to have to look it up? I mean, no. No. No, I mean, I, I, we could, <laughs> but I don't, I don't see this as paying off in any discernible way oh okay so let's just move on on. all right messier 79 is a globular cluster in the constellation lepus what what? i'm sorry but (laughs) two things (laughs) all right one isn't it lepus not lepus 
well, Lapis. Is it? Are you constellation uh, adept? No. Do you know, you know, you're just fucking with me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It and might be Lepus. It could be. Because it's... Lepus? It's definitely not mnemonic. <laughs> I know that. And then the other thing, what's a globular cluster? Well, it's a, it's a you know, it's like a star cluster uh-huh. that appears to be globular. Probably oh. because of all the gases. dusty gases and that kind of thing. Oh, cool. Dusty gases. <laughs> it's a good band name, people. Really you can have it. Dusty, dusty gases. gases. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's like <laughs> those cowboys sitting around the fire. <laughs> Blazing saddles. Yeah, that's right. Dusty gases. That's right. Dusty yeah. gases. Gross. Yeah. All right. A glo- a, a, a glo- what was the glob? I opened for dusty gases back in 72. <laughs> he was great even then. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there you go. That's all. It's, it's 42,000 light years away from Earth. Oh, wow. This particular globular cluster. Well, we should go. <laughs> Road trip. It would only take us a couple years to get there. Yeah. At light Is that speed. true? I don't know. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> I don't know why you would say that. I just know that, you know, travel through space in science fiction, at least, you know, you got to be put into, you know, hibernation and stuff. And you're in, right there for, for all years. the Mars trip movies that we've yeah, been seeing. Exactly. Lately. Stuff yeah. like that. You yeah, got to yeah. hibernate. For By a the while. way, The Martian. It's a good film. It was good. I know it's not uh, scientifically sound, but you all you Neil deGrasse Tyson's out there can take a hike. It's a fun movie. <laughs> it's uh, engaging. And actually, I don't know if you know this, since you brought it up, the guy who wrote it, and I read the novel as well. And oh, it's, fantastic. It's really good. Oh, I love this. And the guy who wrote it is like a scientist. Okay. And so a lot of it is scientifically sound. And he was yeah, like... Not according to Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, really? Well, he was doing all this research about, you know, especially more of, I guess, no, maybe he was a botanist. Maybe that was it. But he was a scientist of some sort. And that's why the main character is a scientist. A botanist. Right, exactly. He is specifically a botanist. Yeah, so yeah, he knew, yeah. this guy knew all about the growing of potatoes in space and blah, 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 and potatoes. all that kind of stuff. Potatoes. <laughs> hey, Get South your, Jersey, what's gang, happening? Gang, 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 He's growing potatoes? <laughs> potatoes in space so and that's, whatnot that's excellent i did so, not yeah. know that he was a uh, something like that yeah so he 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 um it, i mean knew a lot about the science it the stuff is it seems probable yeah and in the so novel we're happy to go along with yeah it. and in the novel there's so much detail you know about course, yeah. all, how it all works and yeah, the yeah, phosphates yeah. and the blah 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 that you buy it completely so it's a good book if you ever want to read it. I mean, it. you can totally grow potatoes in shit you can that much is true i'm talking about the Vapor locks and the, all the other nonsense. Right, like, that part I'm sure you could totally grow potatoes in your own feces, a hundred percent. Well, who, who, uh, well, who wouldn't step into the basement with me for a second? <laughs> I thought and I then s- thought French I smelled fries. something. <laughs> I'm not sure I want to eat poopy French fries. I'm really not sure about that. We're moving. On. <laughs> We're moving on. Also, here's another fun little tip about '79. These fun-loving and hilarious numerologists, they call it an MMERP number. What? Mm, yeah. MMERP? MMERP. That's E-M-I-R-P. Uh, the more astute among you are noticing that MMERP is prime spelled backwards. Oh, clever. So it's a prime number that results in a different prime when its decimal digits are reversed. So oh, both are prime numbers. 97. 97.79. That's awesome. You think? You don't think I that's was a awesome? little like EMERP. Guys, it's an EMERP number. That's cute. Yeah, they think it is. It is. <laughs> it actually is cute. Okay. All right. There's. I mean, yeah. my cute meter is off often. Well, it's yeah. not. It, yeah, I got to 
I knock it on the side. It's not very sensitive. Your is this cute, meter. cute or not? Right. I don't know. <laughs> I guess it's cute. I guess that's cute. I think it is kind of cute. Yeah. yeah. All right. Emerp. Emerp. I like it. Prime <laughs> backwards. Uh, it's 79 is also a permutable prime number. Ooh. Also known as an anagra- anagrammatic prime number, which probably clues you in as to what it is. Well, it's something to do with switching the digits around. That's exactly right. right. <laughs> yes. Can have its digits uh, position switched. In any permutation, it'd still be a prime number. So that would go, obviously, 7997, we just kind of covered that, but it would go for like three-digit numbers and four-digit numbers and five-digit numbers. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, then you then can... you're really having fun yeah. when you get out into the five- and six-digit numbers and you're emerping all day. <laughs> that uh, anagrammatic fun is oh the my God. best kind of fun. <laughs> That's so much fun. <laughs> uh, 79 is also called a sexy prime. Do you know what this is? Oh, I you know don't what know what a sexy what, prime is. I like it, whatever it is. Yeah, you are past yours, my brother. I'm past my sexy, sexy prime. prime. Oh, that's right. <laughs> wow, that was like a joke grenade, y'all. I pulled the pin. He stared at it for a second, and then he went, "Oh, my sexy prime." Yeah, yeah. It blew up right in my face. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sexy prime number. And I didn't know this. In mathematics, sexy primes are prime numbers that differ from each other by six. Oh, my gosh. Right? Differ from each other by six. Yeah. So, for example, the numbers five and 11 are both sexy primes because 11 minus five is six. Gotcha. So, you can do that with 79 and... 73 and 85 is a prime number? I guess. Yeah. Five, six, yeah. No, it's divisible by five for sure, right? Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. ends in five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And now all the red flags in my head are going up. <laughs> Matt, you should not be talking about this. <laughs> Let's go back to EMARP for a while. <laughs> but I, it's, it's there. It's in the research. Okay. So like, let's figure it out. If the numbers 5 and 11 are both sexy primes because 11 minus 5 okay, is 6. Okay, so actually it's 79 and 73. 79 and 73, right. exactly. So and we, those are... Those are both sexy primes. I get it. I guess. Yeah. I guess that's the I way get it goes. It. Yeah. yeah. All right. It doesn't go it doesn't go forward and backward. It just goes basically one direction. Right. Gotcha. So okay. seventy nine is on top of seventy three during the sexy <laughs> prime sex. <laughs> Why? And then Why the gesture? Like, just like eleven is on top of five. Oh, just, stop uh, it. Uh, unsafe. Unsafe uh, work environment. Unsafe work environment. <laughs> unsafe work environment. You want to call HR? I'm feeling harassed, <laughs> quite frankly. He was making a gyration that I want to say. Made me throw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> I just have. See, it was you the one who said I was past my sexy prime. Clearly, I'm You not. just proved it. Because <laughs> that can't be prime behavior. Well, what you just exhibited. Well, a lot of people like it. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> oh man. Yeah. <laughs> I uh. just feel so bad for the people <laughs> that have had to endure that. <laughs> Uh, this is where I say no NBA player has ever worn number 79. Oh. So up and coming guys. Yeah, get on that. Because I know there's a lot of young ballers listening to this podcast. I know. They love it. And I can't wait until we get somebody seven foot nine in the NBA. Well, see, I don't need that. Why? It's not a fucking circus, pal. It's a sport. <laughs> okay? Come on. You tell that to Manute Bowl. Uh, well, seven six is as far as I'm willing to go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Murasan, yeah. seven seven. Yeah. Seven, I guess seven. that's as far as I'm willing to go. Okay. Seven nine is, but there are those guys that, like we talked about, Mirasan was sort of gigantic, looked like a giant. Yeah, the skeletal structure was all. Yeah, screwy. but there are some guys who who seem who are at seven foot or higher seem proportionate. Mm-hmm. You know, like Stephen Adams to me. Yeah, when you see him on the court, it looks like he's six five. You know what I mean? Because he's very proportionate. And he moves well for his size and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah but yeah, he's yeah, seven yeah. foot. Right. 
And then Yao Ming too was like a giant man, but he wasn't all like out of proportion. No, he, he looked sure was pretty That's true. normal. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think someday, just with evolution, we're going to get to the point where seven foot nine guys are just going to be like you know not the standard, but they'll they won't they look will all exist that giant in yeah. the league, and they sure. will move well. Yeah, and then everybody will talk about raising the baskets and making the court bigger and a four point shot. You know, see, I'm not, a, I'm not against a four-point shot. I would love I'm a four-point shot. I'm not a traditionalist <laughs> in this respect. Like, I love the game more than anything in the world, but a four-point shot kind of be all right with me. Yeah, I've always I said... I got no problems with it. And so it, that would be like a farther away three-pointer, right? It would just be a, another <laughs> another shot that's farther away. You get an extra point. No, I was thinking like flaming hoop. You'd have to shoot through a flaming hoop at 30 feet. That's what and I've always wanted no, to do is have, not a, what have a hoop above <laughs> no. the other hoop. They, some they like the MTV uh, celebrity basketball game does uh-huh. this. They have like a, a hoop at like fourteen feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I wanted. You wanted that? I wanted to see that. See how if so that would guys, make the game more fun. If you fun. wanted the the more points, would it be a four yeah. or five point shot? You would exactly. shoot at the high. Bucket. Or it could be that could be like a point uh, multiplier. So you shoot the high bucket. If you shot a two pointer, you get four. If you shot a three pointer, you get six. I hate you shot four point. <laughs> 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 I hate it so much. I'm talking about adding a line to the court for four points. Maybe shot. widening it as well. Oh, because like, I think you'd have to, right? Yeah, you would. Because if you want a four point shot from the corner, there wouldn't exist. That's not now. happening, right? Because you can barely stand in the corner right now. So, and, and I'm shoot. fine with widening the court. I think that I think the court, the guys are too big and too fast anyway. I think you might let's be make right. it a little bit, just a little bigger. It's crowded. Yeah, it is. Yeah, let's spread them out a little bit. Right? Yeah, I yeah. think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, when we start having teams where everybody is six nine, you know, yeah. and, which we're getting close to now, we are. That's true. That it is, we're going to need a bigger court. <laughs> we're going to need a bigger court. That's right. All right. Enough about basketball. Apologies all around. I fall into it so easily. <laughs> there was. I'm, I'm going to wrap up with this one. I know it's been a long segment, but we have a jingle, so That's I had right. to live up to it. the jingle. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Roosevelt Rosie Brown wore number 79 for the New York Football Giants from 1953 to 1965. A dominant offensive tackle in his day. <laughs> Nine-time Pro Bowler. Hall of Fame induction in 74. Oh, great. You, did you ever hear of Rosie Brown? No. Not a single... Uh-uh. You got a, not a whiff of Rosie Brown? I'm not big, I'm not very uh, fluent in 1950s <laughs> offensive tackles. Well, but okay. But I, that's not a... I mean, I can still call out Roosevelt Brown, right? Absolutely, yeah. All Where's, right. <laughs> Rosie Brown. Roosevelt. I like Roosevelt as a name. I think that's a great name. It's a good first name, right? Yeah, and yeah. you don't hear it much anymore. No. And you would have to go Rosie. Like, if you knew a dude named Roosevelt, you're not going Velt. You're going Rosie. <laughs> That's right. Am I right? That's absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. Has there ever been a Roosevelt that hasn't been called Rosie? Not the... Probably not, not the, right? No, not Definitely the, not in sports. No. Because most of those coaches along the way couldn't handle the syllables. <laughs> <It's>, right? <laughs> That's right. And That's why every baseball player has a nickname. Right, it's right, Because right. those coaches are dumb. <laughs> hey, hey, hey smitty my name's not smitty coach it is now that's what i'm gonna call you smitty all right coach or like buddy ryan couldn't be bothered to learn the names of the players he didn't like numbers. so he would just call them by the number numbers hey 43 yeah. get out of here yeah you know, yeah, that kind yeah. Of thing. yeah yeah which is fine sure yeah you kind of sign up for it you do you right? become almost become a number that's right i mean this is the numerology segment <laughs> after all where where else should we talk about this stuff <laughs> i i have one more thing to say oh okay because this is a quote about Roosevelt Brown oh. from a reporter uh, in 1964 article in the New York Times. And it went thusly. <laughs> Quote, his neck, shoulders, and chest are massive, but the body tapers in a very heroic way. His waist and buttocks, in proportion to what's above, are small. 
Then come the legs. <laughs> similarly, similarly massive. A lady of a certain artistic talent has tried numerous times to capture Rosie Brown on her sketch pad. She's never been satisfied with the results. Quote, I'm not worthy of the subject, she has said. I leave him to Michelangelo. Wow. Rosie Brown, ladies and gentlemen. He must have been a specimen. <laughs> I mean, that must have been something to see. <laughs> well, here's my thing. Do you think that lady looking at, uh, let's say, you know, we fast forward a couple of decades uh-huh. and she's looking at a David Robinson <laughs> A Terrell Owens. Oof. What happens to her then? Oh, she can't handle. She faints, right? Yeah, exactly. She gets the vapors and falls <laughs> flat over. Because as I'm sure, as Adonis, like as Rosie was, yeah, he didn't measure up to these guys. They just didn't have the technology or like the training right. methods That's that right. we have had here in the modern era. That's exactly right. So no matter what he did, he probably wouldn't match up to probably like would, the guys you're talking about, exactly. Like, to or yeah, yeah, D yeah. Rob or yeah, somebody yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, but I mean, come on. I mean, if I, if that quote attributed to me, I would wear it on a T-shirt all day, every day. I don't. Surprisingly, I don't think anyone has ever said that my shoulders taper heroically. That is shocking. Even with my hunch, <laughs> they haven't said that. No, your tapers, your shoulders taper like an evil villain. <laughs> Not a hero at all. Like despicably. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like you have a hunch. You have like a like you. It's very excellent. <laughs> a very Richard the <laughs> Third sort of exactly. thing going on yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. his okay. shoulders taper like an evil villain. All right, plotting how to ch- kill the children That's so right. I can take the throne. That's right. Okay, twisting your mustache. Yeah, <laughs> right. Hunched. That's right. Hunched. <laughs> Laughing maniacally. That's right. All the bad guys do have a hunch like that. Snidely Whiplash a has of, a hunch. And a lot of bad guys with hunches. Mr. Burns has a hunch. I mean, my case continues to. To prove itself yeah. over and over again. I had no idea I was evil all You're this time. You're not the sweetheart you present yourself to be. I see a whole new world opening <laughs> up for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Make a good Williamson. I would? You really would. I don't know why this is just occurring to me. I'm looking at you. I'm a little I'm old. I'm listening to you. A little old for it now. Yeah, but, but maybe it's your second career. I mean, we can work with it. Okay. Yeah, I think we <laughs> with, could We with, could work with it. With a wig and some like, you I know. I wouldn't even go wig. Some clear tape. You don't need. Paste, paste up parts of my face. <laughs> we could maybe make it work. Some glass, you know, some funny glasses. Oh, yeah. That kind of thing. You're going to need four hours of makeup. <laughs> but uh, after that, you'd make a great Williams. Oh, thank you. Don't you think? All hunched over and evil? Yeah, like evil. <laughs> like evil and hunched and kind of icky. <laughs> you kind of want him to leave when you're in the room with him, you know? Yeah. Have we covered this before? I what a Williamson you'd be? No, you always talk about me being an Arano. You're, well, you, per, yeah. I mean, I think in your heart, you're an Arano. Okay. But you could present as a Williamson. Sure. Rather easily. Okay. I'd be like putting my arm around the guys like, hey, Oof, you know, that kind of thing. Don't like it. And the, there'd be like a sweaty armpit there. Don't, don't touch me. <laughs> exactly. Don't See? touch me, middle management. See, there you go. Yeah, That's what I I'm talking it. about. Yes. Yeah. 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 Gives you the heebie-jeebies. All right. I just, I, there it is. There well, it that's is. the numerology segment. Fantastic. Thank you for the jingle. Oh, you're welcome. My pleasure. Yeah? Yeah. All right. It was fun. You want to watch it? I think we should. Minute. <laughs> minute? <laughs> Talking about minute stuff now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, yes. I will be with you in a while. <laughs> That's a it's a Romaism. It's a running it does gag. That more than <laughs> it's like, oh, is that what you call that? <laughs> uh, 
son of a bitch. It's great, though, that he says it again. I love that he, I mean, that's, it. it, it okay, R- writing, right? You, you, we, you, I have things I say over and over again. Right. Mostly things from this movie. <laughs> you have things you say over and over again. That's absolutely so. So to create that within the story, it, it, it just solidifies our appreciation for the characters and for the realism. Yeah, it affirms right? what you believe about the character. Exactly, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and that's something that Ricky says. Exactly, yeah. I'll be with you in a while. Yeah, that's like his thing. You know, it's one of his exactly. things, you know? I love that. I do love it. Nice and work, Dave. Really nice. <laughs> and I love the that he defines time in whiles. <laughs> you know, like, I'm going to be with you. In non-committal in, increments. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to yeah, be with yeah. you in a single while. Yeah. <laughs> however long that one while yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Which really means never. Right. <laughs> right, so. If it were up to him, right. Right. Never. But I love that twice now he's tried the same thing on him about a while. I'll be with you in a while. Oh, oh, a while. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, I'll be back in a while. That's true. And check in with you again. That's a good point you make. Because... It's what you say when you want to be left alone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll yeah. let you know when I'm okay with this. <laughs> right. And that'll be never. Right, exactly. I will be with you in a while. I'll be with you in a while. Give me a moment. <laughs> right. What does that mean? What's a moment? Right, yeah. You know? Yeah, there's, he doesn't say a minute or an hour or These unquantifiable minutes. references to time. Exactly. Beat is another one that you and I are familiar with. Give this a beat here. Yeah, get, just get... Oh, so it. I just feel how long it should be? Okay. Right, no exactly. problem. <laughs> Give that a beat. Take a moment. <laughs> and beat is like... In, be there in, a while. Yeah, exactly. Right. And in actor terms, beat is what you define it to be, right? So that's the right. actor has to define that's right. how long a beat is because you feel it. That's right. Some and beats have been 30 seconds. Some have been a second and a half. Some are even longer than 30 well, seconds, you know? I mean, I mean, God forbid. And you often see that as a stage direction in a play. Someone will just write beat. Beat, right. You know, or, or the Mamet likes to write pause. Our, our guy goes with pause. Right. Which is in turn what I go with uh-huh. and what I prefer to see. Yeah, that I like means that. more to me. I agree. Than beat. Yeah. Yeah. Beat, beat does have a specific technical meaning that the actor decides when to course, continue with the scene. Take a beat. Right. And that means take your time with this moment. Whereas pause feels more like there's just a an empty space maybe or something that's you know right. that's yeah. uh, undefinable it can be uh, a moment of introspection or it cannot be right it can just be a, a a pause in the conversation which yes exactly we all have like it's it's almost like a musical rest the way mamet uses yeah, it that's right you know yeah so i love it good stuff all right well so top of the minute this is uh, on the heels of, you have certain things you do jointly from the last minute. <laughs> and we're seeing Ricky's hair in that heavenly glow from the last minute, which and is he, amazing. he continues on, you do jointly. You have a bond there. <laughs> and there are other things. <laughs> and those things are yours. <laughs> I love that. And he's gesturing and he's so, I don't know what it is about these moments, right? But we've seen it the last few minutes. I just, I get a little warm fuzzy inside. Oh, yeah. You know, like, you know, do you know what ASMR is? I've, I've heard it. I can't think what I it think is right now. I think it's auditory sensory meridian response. Oh. And it's like, Bob Ross is the godfather of ASMR, right? He gives you that, those sort of tinglys on the back of your uh-huh, neck by, uh-huh. by talking softly and gently, at, but also in an informed way about a thing. Like, 
I don't have it, but I know it's a thing. That's there are YouTube videos where people just sort of whisper talk, right? And people get this feeling and they love it. I just I, want to confirm: yes, you don't have it. I think <laughs> I, I don't get it, but if I were ever going to, I think this is the closest I would get. Yeah. These moments so where he's you just get like, that from him. Tell you something, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think Ricky Rome is the only one that can give me the ASMR. <laughs> I don't know what that says about me, but well, I don't know. But he is very. Uh, I don't need to take that from you. <laughs> I definitely don't. You just gyrated in a in a sexual way on my couch. I'm not gonna let you sit there and disparage me. <laughs> Damn it! I'm being honest here. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Applaud my candor. I appreciate. Don't uh, do you? I appreciate your honesty, <laughs> do, do you? and I welcome you to this, share. This, do you see? You can't do it. More honesty. It doesn't ha- nope, doesn't happen throughout the podcast. You're just raising my ire. <laughs> <laughs> but this line the next line i think is very important you needn't feel ashamed yeah that you, is very important do you have something to say well i was going to go back to the those things are your like what what's ricky doing here so he's setting up this situation where he's saying like yes you're married to Ginny. right you're jointly you have a bond those and that's yes. great yes however that's right however that's then right. he turns into stephen a smith <laughs> that's right give me a little stephen a <laughs> however <laughs> There are other things, <laughs> and those things are not hers. Those things are yours. Those things are yours. No, absolutely, absolutely. Right? And it's what we touched on this in the last minute. It's it's he's creating sort of us against her vibe. Yeah, you know, yep. like, and and, he's, he's, and don't feel guilty about wanting to keep some things to yourself. Right, exactly. Because there, are, I mean, there there is a there is a world where this can be healthy. This idea can be healthy. Ricky is not exercising it that way. Right. But like spouses need to have things that are their own. That's right. Yeah. I I I really agree with that. Yeah. Um, But in the way that Ricky is wielding that sort of otherwise healthy thing, (laughs) he's really just trying to be like, you don't have to listen to Ginny. Right. Exactly. You know that, right? He's giving Jim permission. That's right. To disobey Ginny. Which he probably never gets from anyone in his life. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Right. And it's, 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 He's trying to look, sort of brave him up, you know, kind of like right. get him, boost him, a little, him up, yeah, give yeah. him a little pep Pick talk. That's right. So that he'll he'll he will disobey, or that he has the courage to go ahead and totally. do that, the power, if you will, totally. to negotiate. Totally, totally. And then, uh, as I was saying, you needn't feel ashamed. You needn't feel ashamed. Yeah, that's a big one. You needn't feel that you're being untrue. Yeah, right. That's so big. Or that she would abandon you, right? If she knew. Yeah, big, big three big lines there. Oh my god, right? Because you needn't feel ashamed, Jim. The the relief he must feel hearing that, right? Because who well, whoever tells him that he walked in ashamed. I mean, right? He he's always in, ashamed. That's yeah, exactly. what I'm saying. Yeah. And no one has ever said, Jim. <laughs> no need to be ashamed. Right. He probably <laughs> feels like a great relief about that. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Yep. Um, and Jim looks up here. He looks up. Uh, as if to say, really abandoned me. <laughs> like he really does have a kind of a, a positive hope, reaction a to hope, that idea. A hopeful look. <laughs> That's right. You think you think she might? You think you think she might abandon me? <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe you and I could move in together. Because <laughs> that we would make awesome roomies, dude. That'd be so cool. I love you know it. what I mean? Like I work during the day, yeah. you work at night. We'd be we'd be like ships in the night. But on the weekends, look out. <laughs> Look out, New York. I love it. Jim and Ricky are on the town. I mean, there it is. We could take vacations together, there's you the, and me, Amsterdam. It's going to be awesome. There's the exploding of this universe into a, a world where <laughs> the odd couple is now Jimmy Link and Ricky, Ricky Roma. The Bahamas, maybe. I mean, come on. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do something. <laughs> I love it. Uh, 
then you know I, I, he was already down low. He was, but he pulls it down even further, and he says, "This is your life, right? Right." <laughs> and that little tiny pause between uh, this, "This is" is and, and "Your, your life, life" is yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah, it's so nice. And that earns nothing but a snicker and a nod of no. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. Like, He's just like, uh, <laughs> "No, it isn't." <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it was really the snicker is like uh, you know you can't possibly know. <laughs> How, how little that means to me. That is not, it is not my life. Uh, poor Jim. I know. I know. Any Ginny apologist out there. Oh, here we go. Shove off. <laughs> shove off. Long walk. Short pier. Oh Make God. it happen. Oh my God. She's a terrible woman. <sighs> you don't agree. Well, I don't. I You're walking the line. I am. I'm middle I'm, middle of the road. I don't have enough evidence to say what she's really like. You know what Miyagi says about middle of the roading? Yeah, I get run over. Squish. Yeah, just like grape. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that's Miyagi. That's not me. I know. Yeah, you don't have to listen to me. <laughs> but but I you do. damn well better listen to Miyagi. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's decades of wisdom. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Built up in that. That's man. right. Yeah. yeah. The great Pat Morita. Built up in that man. We yeah. lost him, didn't we? We, we lost did. Pat yeah. Morita. A long time ago because yeah, sad. during Happy Days, I believe. No. And that's why he was replaced by Al. No, because the Karate Kid was after Happy Days, my brother. Yeah, but not. I don't think it was concurrent, I would say, but no, I don't know that it, for sure. Because he was in the third one even. That, that was in oh, the, he was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, he that all of that I think was after his Happy Days run. I do remember when he died. That I he, think that maybe he left Happy Days because he was like, "This is bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> well, this is racist. I'm bullshit. Miyagi, motherfucker. Right? This is, uh, I you know, he's coming out and playing a, a complete stereotype caricature of an Asian restaurant guy. You know what I mean, Bill? What you know? What we have to do now. What we have to cast him. <laughs> okay. How do you never know to play this game? Who would they play? Who would they? All right, Pat Morita. Pat I'm, Morita. I wonder, I wonder if we did him already when we did the Happy Days episode. I don't know that we did, but we'll do him now because we need to. Was Fonz Ricky? Uh, probably, yeah. I, what it's do you mean gotta probably? Be. It's got to be. I don't, rem- I don't have a <laughs> I'm record. I'm sure I you came with this bullshit. I'm going to have to go I, back. I was not Happy Days happy. Oh, now I have to go back. Yeah. And I have to create a record. I'm going to yeah. make a spreadsheet yeah. of all what the people What are you going to do all cast. month? I know. I what know. am I going to do all I month? I know. All right. So what are we doing here? We're Pat Morita casting Pat Morita. I'm I I have I have one place I'm thinking of. Yeah. Uh huh. Lori Dunchin. No, no. Uh, he just left Happy Days to get out of that bullshit. Come on, man. But imagine him in that moment with Ricky, wet out there tonight. You know, right? And he just claps his hands together and starts rubbing them. And Ricky's like, "What? What is happening?" And then. Uh, and, and then Marie later like, on, hey, you got a little neck problem. I can take care of you. Bang that right out. <laughs> later on, when Shelly's leaving and, and he would say, I guess everyone's staying home because of the rain <laughs> or whatever. Wait, that's who, not what Pat Marita sounds do? like. I don't know. <laughs> everyone's staying home tonight because of the rain. Of the rain. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I mean, that's not Pat Marita, but I love no, it. No, it wasn't. Uh, where you got him? Where do you got him? I'm going to go with Balin. <laughs> <laughs> Stepping out of the office. Roma! <laughs> Roma! Yeah. 
I, you'll get no argument from me. <laughs> you honestly won't. I mean, I would also like to see him. I'd just have him read for Blake just for the fun of it. Yeah, that would be But cool. then I'd throw him back in the... In the Balin Corral. I like the Balin Corral. And then we put him in the corral, and it's going to be a lot of fun because I mean, he's, he's little. He's a little guy. Look. He's in there with all those big guys. Of all the, cur- of all the corrals, <laughs> I'm getting in the Balin Corral. That's the most fun corral, for sure. For sure. That's like... It's like, you know how sometimes the little kid's table... Yeah, the kids is the table. more fun table. Sure. Yeah. A- almost all the time, really. I, I mean, get, yeah. I mean, I guess depending on the adults in the room, but yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but, I'm just saying, my development was probably arrested at that age when I was at the little kids table, and still, I still think that's the best table to be at. Sure. I'm sure people, some people prefer the adult table. Yeah, it depends on the kids. I don't know those people. Right. But the Balin Corral seems like the fun table. Yeah, it does. Right. It seems like a lot of fun. You want me to run it down? Or? Sure. Go ahead. <laughs> Mark Lynn Baker. <laughs> Clyde the Glide. Oh, yeah. Javier Bardem. Nice. I don't remember why that happened. The Oak Tree. Charles Oakley. Yeah. Oh, no, uh-uh. Kevin McHale being removed oh, as we right, speak. Yeah. Get out of here, McHale. Goodbye. Vin Baker, the slam dunk maker. <laughs> David Robinson, Joe Klein, Fred Gwynn. Oh, nice. Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Pat Morita. <laughs> that is quite a question. How are you, Miyagi? <laughs> How great would that be? That would be pretty I mean, sweet. It's pretty great, right? Yeah. <laughs> David Robinson tickling the ivories. <laughs> I love it. That's a great corral. Yeah, it's, it's a solid corral. It really is. As corrals go, that's a good one, one of the better ones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're back to uh, this is your life. Right, and, yeah. And Jim says, no, no, you don't know that you don't know me at all. <laughs> and then there's a pause, a long pause, a beat, if you will. And I'd like to describe what Jim also does in this pause. Go for Thank it. Thank you for bringing that up. Uh, he, so he, that's after he shakes his head, no, he, he there's a servant, there's a, like a nervous swallow. He does like a kind of thing, you know? <laughs> and it's just like, it's so perfect. Like, yeah, I feel, I feel the awkward nervousness that he feels. Yeah. Just from that little guttural noise that he makes. Ugh. It's amazing. He's so good. It is amazing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I mean, his noises. Yeah. And he makes nothing but noises throughout. At the Casual Cleric today mentioned that he he, he, uh, he wanted to hear more. He was looking forward to future episodes because he wanted to hear more mouth noises from Jonathan oh, Price. Oh, see, that's perfect. So, yeah. So, that was it. Right that's there, absolutely true. Yeah. He Throughout this minute and the previous minute, Lots of lip smacking and <laughs> and grunt, grunt, grunting gir- and gir- like gurgling and, yeah. and like <sighs> yeah you know just like, yes. like whining yes. and yes. stuff and, and the cleric is right to look forward to it yeah because they're great it, they're the best and Jonathan Price is like so subtle but I'm sure to him when he were, he was doing this he felt like these things were huge you know what I mean like yeah when when you, the camera's on you and it's that quiet tight like, shots and yeah. Yeah, and he does a little yeah. swallow. Yeah, 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 yeah. In that moment, it probably felt like like he was doing it to the back row of the theater. That's you know right. what I mean? But it's so subtle, and it it, it reads so well. That's right. On film, it's just yeah. it's fantastic. He's amazing. Yeah. He steals the minutes in these minutes. I think he's he's really. I good. really do, and he's not doing anything, right. which is a huge tribute. It doesn't appear that he's doing anything, but he's doing. He doesn't so have much. anything to do. They didn't. Right. There's no lines for him in yeah. a lot of this, but right. he's still stealing the scenes. Yeah, he's and amazing. he has to because. Everything sort of emanates from how, how he, that how, 
this desperation is coming to a head. Right. Right? Yeah. Like it's it's the sale or it's give this desperate guy back what he wants. Right. He's like the pivotal character here. He's, that's right. He's the thing, the hinge that this is all hinging yeah. on. And, <laughs> he's, and he's not giving much to do. And yet we he's so engaging. Yeah. And he's, and he's keeping his, even though we know what he wants, he wants the check back. We don't know what he's going to do. He's keeping it mysterious for us. That's right. When you see it the first time, you don't know whether he's just going to be like, okay, never mind. That's right. Because there's a 50, I would go 50, 50. He's going to, he's just going to say, okay, forget it and go home. Right. Or he's going to ask for the check again. Call you know the, I mean? the lawyer or whoever. Yeah, he let keeps somebody, to call. let somebody else handle yeah. it. I mean, this is too stressful for him. The he's going to have attorney, a heart attack. That's what I would do. I would leave the office after probably 10 seconds of this horseshit and go like, I'm calling <laughs> the state's attorney. Right. Yeah, exactly. Cause you know, you, 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 you can see that you're banging your head on a wall exactly. here. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah. I might as well let a professional yeah. deal with this. Cause but I am not as thirsty for connection and relationship as, as Jim is. That's right. And that's who these salesmen prey upon. That's absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The oh, mark. That's right. He's the mark. That's right. Oh. Yeah. Poor Jim. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, you were saying there's a super long pause... And the last thing, just to go back, the last thing Ricky has said is, this is your life. Right. Right? And then there's a super long pause, and Jim does all the stuff, all the noises <laughs> and the gesturing and the looking nervous, and then... And then Ricky says, yes. <laughs> right? Like, both statement and question, yes. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. like, yes? Like, right. you can feel this way? Go ahead. Or, and also, like, I'm right, aren't I? Right? <laughs> right? It is your life. How many times have I been wrong? Hard to argue with that. Have you smelled the train compartment lately? <laughs> I'm never wrong about these things. That's yes? True. Yeah. There's I another mean, one of Ricky's things is he's just always talking about train compartments. <laughs> Guys, I know I've said it before, but woo, those train compartments. Huh? I mean, I know I'm beating a dead horse. Here, but fuck me, those train compartments. But I think <laughs> this that little thing when he does the yes does hearken for me. It harkens back to that speech in the first act, when uh, when he does all that kind of stuff, where he's he's like laying out these situations and looking for Jim to say right. You know, he's yes. like he's, he's like yes. Did you ever take a dump? Made you feel yes. like you just slept for twelve hours? And he, he yeah. pushes him to and he go says, like huh. huh. Huh, right, exactly, yeah. Or a piss. Right, exactly, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he, he, this reminds me of that, where he's like asking him a question or telling him something, and he's like, right? Right. Right, <laughs> come on, come along with me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and then and so Ricky then becomes therapist Ricky again. Yeah, and, and he, he brings says, it. I don't know how he did it, but he brings it down again. Keeps like getting his, it lower. He's brought keeps it letting down the air out of the balloon. So far, now he brings right? it down again. Yeah, he just keeps letting it out. It's amazing. Yeah. Now I want to talk to you, <laughs> which they've been doing for right. two minutes by my count. Now I want to talk to you because you're obviously upset, and that concerns me. Oh, man, this is, you love that one. This is well. This is where the bullshit meter starts to well, go off in my mind. And <laughs> that concerns me. Right? Exactly. It's like, oh, you're upset. You're concerned that I'm upset. How long have I known you? <laughs> what two days, Jim? When you feel pain, I also feel pain. <laughs> It's so good, though. It's, it's so good. So I mean, it's laughable. It really is. But it's so good. It, Ricky it is, is really so good. good at he this, is. Yeah. He's, right? he's amazing. But and it's so funny. If you find the right mark, these are the kind of things that work, you know? And, and it's just, it's a great sales tactic. I yeah. care about you. Right. Yeah. I am good. invested in your happiness. Right. <laughs> but Jim's not, Jim's not really buying it, though. Because when he says, 
you're upset and that concerns me. Jimmy's kind of like, oh, like he kind of like does another like, like, oh, no. He does. Oh. It's another little you know, mouth noise yeah. moment. Right? Where he's just kind of, oh, like he just got punched uh, in, the, in the ribs. Uh, come oh. on, don't tell me. Yeah, yeah don't do that to me. Come on. Just, I already love you. I, right? Yeah, just tell me I can have the check back. I don't need to be convinced anymore. I don't want to have to sit here and tell you about my feelings and blah, blah, blah. I yeah. just want the check just, back. Can you just please say that you like me for me <laughs> right, exactly. and not my check? And, and not my money. Yeah. That's absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, and, and that concerns me. <laughs> and then almost as if I, I, I like in this moment that Ricky pulls here. To when my wife is coming home, Gonzo seems to be able to sense it minutes before it happens. Right. Like he'll get up and I'll go sit by the door, literally, before a peep, before she's even on the street. Uh huh. And he'll just sit there. But almost every time she comes home within five minutes. That's amazing. Which I think is pretty amazing. And yeah. so Gonzo is experiencing the world on a whole nother plane, right? It's a whole nother existence for him. Right. There are things he knows that we don't know. Right. And I feel like that's what Ricky does here when he, he senses that Balin is about to come out of the office. <laughs> and before, before there's a Balin, before there's a hint of Balin, Ricky is like, come on, let's go. Get up. Right. He's like, <laughs> he's trying to get him out. Right. And then if, immediately after he says, uh, right uh, now, let's go. Come on, right now. Yeah. Right. Is when Balin storms exactly. out. Exactly. He says right now it's and amazing. Then Balin comes out. The timing here is amazing. They do it well. Yeah. But with the Balin, the sort of the moments that it takes him to enter the space and say, Roma. Roma. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. I love how there's like a little run up in the R. Of Roma. R- yeah, that, that's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> again and again, Balin is the part I want to play now. I, I've gone, I've run the gamut. And I, I, I'm a, I'm a Balin guy now. Yeah. Forever and ever. It seems like a lot of fun. And literally in the next two lines, he has maybe the line of the second act, <laughs> which we'll get to. <laughs> but I think it's phenomenal. And it gets a laugh out of me every goddamn time. He's so good. He is. Roma. Roma. So, and then the, 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 the couple, the loving couple, sort of ignore Balin. I mean, they, they look at him, but they don't respond to him right away. Right. And Jimmy stops Ricky with the nervous concern on his face uh, yeah. and, a, and a slight hand gesture. But he does look, he's wrought. Right. Right. And I have a question, if I may. Go ahead. I don't mean to interrupt you. No. no. About Roma. <laughs> so again, <laughs> Shelly. What could this be? What? I can't wait to find out. Shelly is still in the office. He sure is. And they're still, I don't know, interrogating him, hanging out with him. I don't know what's going on in there. That's right. And he keeps coming out to get Ricky and bring him in or I, know. I don't know what. Like, like he wants to talk to them together or something, right? Yeah, it's weird. It, like it, it is weird. It feels almost, I hate to say this, but it feels almost like the writer, you know, reaching his almighty omniscient hand in and, you know, putting in this this thing to speed up the scene or to kind of push push the button on ricky as if to make it more uh uh important that he get jim to make a decision or do whatever that's absolutely correct (laughs) and at this point it it, this one though is more um is more grounded because in a in a few moments it it this is the thing that causes williamson to come out of the office and be like come on ricky let's go we need to talk about this." right 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 right. yeah because he's holding up the works well yes well and it's like we can we can let Ricky deal with yeah you know we, whatever the police right. can right like, that's exactly. coming up yeah right? that's coming up um, but the previous one 
Roma, and yeah. then he goes back in. Yeah, he does. Was probably just a setup for this, as if to you know, it's like it's like the first time, right? In the first version, it makes of the this script, one more impactful. Exactly, the yes. first version of the script, that other one wasn't in there. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, and uh, you know, yeah, they watched it and they're like, it's weird that he all of a sudden comes out of the office like that. So they put in another one, you know, to yeah, kind of set it up. That's right, potentially. Yeah, but it works. Yeah. I'll, so, but so that's the Roma. Right. Roma. Roma. So that was my only question. Why Why is he coming out of the office again? I don't know. You know? We we sort of asked that uh, an episode ago or so, yeah. and uh, I still don't know. It's It seems very strange because it doesn't seem strange now. It really seems strange when you're watching it and, and Shelly goes in and then literally like yeah. a minute later. Right. He's, Seconds later, like he the, pops out Like you couldn't have again. even asked him anything. Right. Exactly. It's, it is literally, <laughs> not to rehash, but it's like Shelly was like, uh, why don't you go get Rick? Right. Or just said, didn't do it. And they were like, oh, okay. Fine. Fine enough. Good for good for me. Got any orange slices in here, fellas? <laughs> a little, could use a little vitamin C. <laughs> yeah, they're done with him immediately. So or quick. like I just said, they for some reason, talking to them together became important. Yeah, which I don't understand why that would be either. Because I don't they either. weren't together all night. And that's not even true because, well, the next minute, Shelly walks out of that office. Right. So they're pretty much done with him. Yeah, and he just strolls yeah. out like he's a free bird. Yeah. You know what I mean? He just it's, strolls it's out. It's nitpicky, there. but it's, you know, a minute at a time, it's pretty clear. Yeah, it does that stick there, out. Nothing goes on with Shelly in there. <laughs> right, yeah. Right? With the guy. Yeah. <laughs> with the guy that actually did the ding. Yeah. <laughs> Either they figured out right away that he did it, and they're setting up some sort of ruse, no, or they have be. no idea. Right, no, that can't exactly. Be. Yeah. The, it's how weird. do you know I made it up? Right, exactly. it's coming. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> right. what we need. That's yeah. the best part of the whole movie. For sure. So, um, um, okay, sorry, you were on a big roll. Well, there. I was just saying, Jimmy. J- Jimmy stops Ricky with his face and his little hand gesture, as if to say, "The check. If yeah, I could just, I'm still very unclear about what is happening with my check." He has so much trouble getting out the words "the check." It's almost like he doesn't he doesn't know what to call it. You know what I mean? Like. Like he doesn't want to insult Ricky by asking him for the money again. Yeah. So he just he doesn't he doesn't say can I have my check back. He's just like uh, 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 the, 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 yeah. The it's check? very difficult for yeah. him to speak here. The check. Have you ever said anything or thought about saying something that you knew would splinter the friendship oh, or absolutely. the relationship? Yeah. It's tough. It is tough. <laughs> it's tough, yeah. right? It's really tough. I've obviously found ways to adapt and overcome how tough that is. It's actually <laughs> easy for me now. I, I, I don't mean to brag, but I burn relationships all the time. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, but it's tough. It's yeah. tough to get, because I know this thing, that thing that he doesn't want me to talk about, I have to ask again, because it's unclear what yeah. is happening with my money. Right. The, and the, that stops him. And then, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. The, the check? It, it's It's... He says the check, it's... <laughs> right, right, yeah. Did you... Is it... Right? And he can't finish the sentence because right. it's so hard. He's going yeah. sp- to ruin the friendship. Um, and, and Ricky says, what did I tell you? <laughs> what this did the I best. tell you? And Jim nods, and Ricky will not take the nod. He says, no. no, no. What did I tell you about the three days? <laughs> Which is... The answer to that question is, Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I applaud because it's exactly what I have. <laughs> I can't believe he went back to the three-day debacle again. But he does. The, and it's great how he says, like, he feels, he's like, I explained that to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember I'm on the board? What, you're asking me about the check again? <laughs> We've been over this. What? I mean, it's so aggressive. Remember what I told you about the three days? <laughs> 
And if I was Jim, I'd be like, you you didn't even know you what a day was. <laughs> I had to I had to explain to you. Yeah. Do you remember me yelling the word elapsed at you? Because that's what you said about the three days, and it was horseshit. <laughs> it's so good. And then the line of the minute, certainly the line of the minute, maybe the line of the entire second act, in my opinion. Lay it on me. <laughs> Roma, would you? I'd like to get some lunch. <laughs> it's such a cop thing to say. Would you? It's uh, Roma, would you? I'd like to get some lunch. It's, the lunch is in there. I yeah. love the. I love any any sort of allusion to lunch. I love it. It's great. I love it. Lunch. Allusion to lunch. Yeah. There we go. And it's, you know, George went to lunch a few minutes ago, so I'm sure he was jealous, and he's like, man, I'm so hungry. Did he go to lunch? (laughs) And that probably, like, you know, when someone else goes out to lunch, that that you you start having, like, you know, sympathetic hunger pangs. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, all of a sudden, you're like... Oh man, he went to lunch. I know. Now, now I'm hungry. All you of think a just the mere mention of lunch gets a cop to go? Yeah, yeah, I could use some lunch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> I wasn't really, I wasn't really thinking about it before, <laughs> but now, now you mentioned the word lunch, I'm, uh, I'm pretty hungry. So the Jedi mind trick would work on Balin. <laughs> totally. Right. Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm Dave Moss. I'm not the salesman you're fucking looking for. <laughs> well, I think that's what Shelly did to them. Maybe. Maybe. That's why he comes out so fast. I'm not the salesman you're looking for. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You're not the salesman I'm looking for. Roma! <laughs> uh, Roma, would you? I'd like to get some lunch. Oh and then, God. do you want to touch on what, how Roma handles that? Because it's great. You, you do it. Okay. My notes are pretty shady. <laughs> Your notes? Yeah. No. Yeah, they're kind of yucky. Scribbled haphazardly onto an <laughs> iPad? And you don't like them? No, I'm not happy with these. Uh, Ricky says, uh... A long uh, which I found great. <laughs> I am talking with Mr. Link, if you please. I love that. <laughs> if you please. If you please, it's I so wrote It's so formal, down. right? Oh my God, yeah. it's hilarious. It's so formal, and I wrote it down too, because it's so formal. It's it so great. It's so funny. <laughs> if you please. It's almost like a coded message, you know what I mean? Uh, like, I am talking with Mr. Link, if you please. Right. And there is there is coded messaging that coming up in a, yeah, in the next minute yes, for sure between he and Williams. Good and call. It. And this one feels like one, like you know, when they start whipping out the "if you pleases" and "excuse me, sir." That's and right. All this kind of stuff, <laughs> That's right. That's right. That means like uh, I'm yeah. doing business. Yes. And there's money on the line. I'm saying polite things. I do not mean them to be polite. <laughs> right. I'm telling right? you That's, to leave me alone. God, if I've not for that device, I would never be polite. <laughs> I like to say polite things in a super shitty way. And that's that's what if you please is. Yeah. If you please. <laughs> right. It's, it's like so passive aggressive. It really is. It's so good. And then the, the Rickyism to bookend the minute discussion. I will be with you. In a while, <laughs> and he did in in between the in a while and the I'll be with you. He actually taps on his watch, right. <laughs> as if to say, "I'm well aware that time is passing us. I will be with you in a while." <laughs> also, I love the the and Ricky has shown this throughout from the moment there was a robbery. Uh, maybe not from the moment, but a robbery like, from the time he knew the cops were like there investigating the robbery until now. The disdain he shows for the investigation is just fantastic. Well, yeah, he didn't do it. He didn't do it. So exactly. everything they're there to do is, is a just waste a waste of time. Of time. That's right. Yeah. A waste of time. Why? Because <laughs> they're not going to catch the guy. 
It's so good. <laughs> All right, I take it back. I, a waste of time. Why is my favorite? <laughs> That's line. a good one too. <laughs> <laughs> a waste of time. Why? <laughs> yes, the cops. No, no. <laughs> That's one of my favorites too. <laughs> They're all so good. I know. So, but he's just so dismissive of Balin and just, I mean, my name is Richard Roma. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Everything. Condescending. Are you talking to me? Passive aggressive. Yeah, everything. Sometimes just straight up aggressive. That's right. Yeah. It's so great. Yeah. And he does eventually go, you know, he does eventually acquiesce when he has nothing he else is, to lose, that's really. Right. Yeah. But up well, until. When Williamson fucks it up. Exactly. He's, he's going to go talk to the cops. Right. But up until then. When he actually has something else to do, even when he had nothing else to do, when he was just sitting there with those shitty leads that Williamson gave him, <laughs> that's right. He was still like, "Fuck this! Yeah, this exactly. is a waste of time." I'm waiting for the new lead. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just. Am I gonna wait while I talk to the cops? Absolutely, fucking not. Yes, the cops. No. <laughs> well, I'm with him. I, 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 I mean, at the risk of sounding like I, I'm anti-police, I most of the time I'd rather they not be there. Well, whenever and wherever. Yeah, I, I I got to agree with you on on a level of sort of the only times I only once I've had a detective sort of on a case in my life. You know what I mean? Is this I think the phone I told number the, guy. Yeah, the phone number. Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. And they were so incompetent yes. that it it really has ruined. Well, you know, thinking about having. You know, people I mean, solve crimes for me. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to do it myself. Uh, thank you. <laughs> yes. You know, thank you. All. Not that I'm like going to pull a gun. I don't have a gun. I don't want a gun. You know, but I, I, I can do the brainy part and they can do the brawny <laughs> part. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? I mean, I, I feel more comfortable that way. Yeah. Okay. I don't have access to all the resources they do. That's true. You don't. But, you know, I can, I can like Frank Galvin in The Verdict, I can break into somebody's mailbox and get their phone numbers. You feel like you could, you could deduce, you could be an investigative deducer? Yeah, I don't. I don't see it. I'm very, very observant. <laughs> I don't see it. The clues are all around us. You just have to be open for them. <laughs> you just gotta look. No, I. Keep, yeah, keep no, I know open. you can spout platitudes. What I'm saying is, <laughs> I don't think you can see the actual clues. No. No. Oh. Can you? Do you feel like you're the, a good detective in the room? Yeah. You figure you suss stuff out before it actually gets revealed. Yeah. Often. I not. No, I wouldn't say often, but I've have I've had an occasion to Enough do so. That you're confident in those abilities. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll buy that. I mean, you're not a dumb man. Well, thank you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I I do plenty not, of dumb uh, things, but sure. I'm not necessarily. That doesn't make me dumb. Yeah. That's just because you lack the will to live and have joy. <laughs> so that sometimes leads to dumb things, but you're not. You're not stupid. Good. Well, you, thank I'm you. sure you can assess a situation. Yeah. Better than a cop, even. Well, I don't know, but some I mean, the ones I've run into, I'm sadly, I have to say, very disappointing. Well, like the poet of our time said, "911 is a joke." <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> what? Come on. I don't know. Public I'm, Enemy. Oh, okay. No, Chuck I didn't. Flavor Flav. No, I didn't. What is? I didn't know that. Why? What is? What? What? <laughs> what? It's so. What? It's such a part of our cultural fabric, and yet you refuse to accept it, I, uh, acknowledge it, I, r- rub it on your face. I accept it. You do. You do. Sure. <laughs> and I don't begrudge anyone else but enjoying it. But you, I don't. You accepted it in this moment. You're saying. No, always. I don't. I don't have any you problem with it. You didn't know what I was it. referencing. No. But How could you have accepted it? I'm sure I could reference lots of things you wouldn't know what I was referencing. Uh, well, Does that sure. mean that you... That but you uh, could you also prove that they're part of the fucking cultural fabric? No. Because <laughs> I pay attention to that. <laughs> well, I You could heard. reference a lot of peripheral horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't doubt that. I don't... I, I'd never heard that before. 911 <laughs> is a joke. I'd never heard that before. Get up. 
Yeah. Uh, get get de- get down. Get up. Shit, I fucked get it down. Up. What? Take two. Get up. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Get 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 down. Nine one one is a joke in Yo Town. No, I don't know that. You don't know that. No. All right. Part of the cultural fabric, buddy. <laughs> As you've said. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, you take it for what you want. You don't okay. like cultural fabric? I guess that's your business. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't like it. Well, it's a difference between not being aware of something and and whether you like it. Yeah, or not. you shut it out. Well, oh my God. You do. You shut it out. You don't listen. I don't listen, but that doesn't mean it, it, it bothers me or anything. I just don't, I'm just not into it. That's all. Yeah, that's fair. Thank you. You're allowed. Oh, now I'm allowed. Well, okay, I mean, you, you should do a little research. You should know your history. <laughs> I can't look back. That's right, because you don't know your history. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Cultural fabric and all. <laughs> but, you know. But I agree. It's a joke. Yeah. What are you doing? I don't know. How have they helped anybody ever? <laughs> I'm sure it has sometimes, but you know. I've never heard of it. Of, of calling 911 and ever, anybody ever getting help? That's right. In a timely manner or in a way that actually helped them. Wow. That's something. I mean, I get, I'm sure like domestic disputes and things, sure. people are ushered to safety and right. so on and so forth. Right. But b- by and large, I mean, uh, Dylan said it best when he said, the cops don't need you and man, they expect the same. Ooh. They really don't want to help you (laughs) (laughs) you know what my problem is i used to watch adam 12 Uh uh-huh as a child very pro police it is and i I loved adam 12 sure and those guys were the greatest police officers ever even though they were just what punch and john (laughs) clearly the greatest police ever hey no. I, d- I die on the Chips Hill, buddy. <laughs> There's no the, way I let you get away with Adam 12. The only advantage they had over Adam 12 was that they had motorcycles. That's Well, first, first and foremost, that is the greatest advantage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what were they driving around in? In a police car. Some bullshit sedan. Yeah, it was a big, giant yeah, you know, big 1960s. iron doored. Yeah, Ford yeah. Uh, Imperial or whatever, you know, big, giant thing. Yeah, yeah that's right, Imperial. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> the <Cops>. Empire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's going to be the new siren. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of just a... Yeah. Gonna, they're going to play soon. It, right. Soon it will be. Right. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, it yeah. sucks. It does suck. Yeah. But I used to love Adam 12. And so I always have this, you know, <laughs> this image of police. I even had an Adam 12 lunchbox. Wow. And on the front of it, it had, you know, remember how they had the raised the oh, for parts sure. on the front? Do I ever? And it was a little kid and his head was stuck between some bars. <laughs> oh, no. Like in a fence, like a, like a wrought iron fence and his head was stuck between the bars. Are you sure you didn't have a leave it to beaver lunchbox? No, it was Adam 12. <laughs> was it really? And the guys were there like opening the bars sure to get they his were. head out yeah. to help him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so that sticks with me. You know what I mean? So I, I, I love that idea. The I love that image. That? The cops, the cops helped the kid out of the... Because today that'd be like the fire department or some bullshit, right? Maybe, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. That could be. Yeah. But yeah, with, Just no, grease up that the, kid's head and yank him through. <laughs> <laughs> Just a stick of butter. <laughs> Just <laughs> get that kid that's out right. of there. Let's get some yeah. Crisco over here. <laughs> Let's go. Roma. Roma. But yeah, I mean, I used to love Adam 12. Well... What can I say? No punch and John. Ugh. But I got to tell you, I had a Fall Guy lunchbox. Oh, nice. <laughs> and yeah... I, that Lee Major, that raised Lee Major's head was rubbed uh. right off because I was always like, how you doing, Lee Majors? <laughs> I will be a stuntman someday. 
<laughs> and I'm, we did Lee Majors on this podcast before. I remember singing the Fall Guy theme. Oh, sure. On here. So yeah. we don't need to. I'm not the kind to kiss and tell. <laughs> but I've been seen with Farah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we've definitely touched on this. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So I'm not going to. Heather Thomas, not on the lunchbox. A little what? disappointing. That's yeah. That's a miss. That's a swing and a miss right there. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I don't care. I guess they didn't want kids jacking off all over their ham and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, makes sense. Nice job, lunchbox people. Apologies for disparaging you just moments ago. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> I think uh, you want to have sandwiches. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think on we should note? go have yeah. some ham sandwiches. Put some put some heavy mayo on some those. Duke's mayonnaise on there. <laughs> Handmade, handmade. Who is this Duke? Handmade by Duke. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I guess we should wrap it up. It's not going to get any better than this. No, no, this is the pinnacle. Well, that was it. Look forward to minute eighty because it's coming. It is down the pike at us, coming in hot, coming in hot (laughs) and heavy. All right. Well, then, thanks, guys, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.